following program may contain coarse language, suggested dialogue, and discussion of violent imagery and sexual situations. It is intended for mature listeners who can tell the difference between facts and opinions. On Thursday, July 18th, a devastating fire broke out at Kyoto Animation's Studio One building. 34 lives were lost and 35 others were injured. We join in those grieving the loss of life and express our condolences to the survivors and the loved ones of those who passed on. Kyoto Animation's numerous works include the likes of Kaon, The Melancholy of Haruhi Suzumiya, Sound Euphonium, Free, Nichijo, Violet Evergarden, Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid, and the feature film A Silent Voice. Many of these anime have touched our lives and the lives of countless others. In addition to being known for producing high-quality, fluid, and detailed animation, the studio sets itself apart from others in the anime industry by being an inclusive workplace that offers employees fair benefits and wages. Sentai Filmworks has set up a GoFundMe page to support the victims, and at the time of this recording have raised over $1.9 million. You can find it at GoFundMe.com backslash F backslash help dash KyoAni dash heal. Our thoughts are with you, Kyoto Animation. Thank you for everything. Paul Scroll, the founder of TsunamiFaithful.com. And uh VLord GTZ. And uh, it's your occasional podcaster duelist here to uh be your roving uh reporter, I suppose. Are you losing it over there, duelist? I think he's trying to do a Jeff Goldblum impression. <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to do something. I know. Tis a mystery. I don't know. Well, this will not be our uh, Anime Expo convention report, even though V-Lord is here, and he he survived. He survived. Somehow. Barely. We will be talking about yeah, I heard there was a bunch of problems that, uh, that happened at Anime Expo, but we won't be given the, the full convention report, which we will do with multiple people that went to the convention. That is not me. I was not able to go this year, and that was sad. But... Also, Horse not sketch. that sad <laughs> in retrospect. <laughs> Boy. But I, I could have experienced I mean, it was mainly bad for, like, quake. general attendees. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't sound good for general attendees. And that earthquake was fun, too. <laughs> I bet. I bet. A little late. Oh, hey. that The, the ground is shaking. <laughs> I, I was playing... Uh, a board game with my best friend and his kids the other day and we were uh sitting at the table and his daughter's like the ground's shaking and my friend's like oh he just has restless leg syndrome over there 
<laughs> yep, yep. Uh, didn't didn't even notice it voluntarily. I usually don't twitch that much when I'm just chilling, but I I was definitely tapping my foot pretty rapidly, creating a little earthquake. Nah, nobody else thought that was an amusing story. Okay. No, no, no amusing. No, no amusement. I rated like a seven out of ten. Like, during the earthquake, <laughs> I the, was in the, the trigger Richter panel. Scale. Yeah. Sometimes I'm. Yeah, during that earthquake, I was in the trigger panel, and like literally the entire room started shaking like crazy, and the lights on the ceiling were swinging like they were about to fall down. It was a really interesting experience. That wasn't just trigger trying to show off. Nah, they did that earlier and after. They were making jokes about the earthquake after it finished, too. It, it was pretty entertaining. <laughs> I see. That's not just Team Gurren digging, right? Nelson Ruckus. Yeah, or 90% of what happens in Promare, because that, that entire movie is enough to create, like, seven earthquakes alone. Nice. I, I look forward to seeing it when it Pops into theaters briefly. So many movies in theaters lately. Anime movies, that is. Just another one every month, I swear. It's crazy. So, a lot of things have uh, gone on regarding Toonami since the last time we really talked about news. As is usually the case, we record and then they come up with uh, all manner of announcements. So, mm. yeah, let's, uh, let's, especially let's, with, especially with rooster, rooster teeth, like spoiling, spoiling some things. Well, okay. not really spoiling. More it's more of a tease. That yeah. tease on yeah. Saturday morning and they're like the rooster teeth Twitter sends out a message at adult swim. You guys like giant robots? And I was like, Oh, Genlock's coming. <laughs> Yeah, you oh, can yeah. easily do the process of elimination with that. <laughs> yep, very, very easily. Oh yeah, that's. Yep, I, I got I got that one right. Yep. That's some good corporate synergy. Like well, it. let's just let's just say that when that tweet that I put up on Toonami News, like, let's see, it, I think it reached over a thousand like likes at some point. And then over 500 re, uh, retweets. I was just like, yeah, I think this show needs to go to Toonami. <laughs> I mean, it took them, what, three months to do it, but well, there you go. Yeah, yeah. They weren't quite in bed with each other at that point. Still finalizing True. the deal. So now that. Yeah, like. DeMarco said, like, what, before they finalized it, they couldn't really work together with, like, Crunchyroll or any of, like, the Elation brands. So, no, like, it was, they it probably was had difficult. to do this once it was all, like, finished up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, they're, they're still trying to kind of figure out what they can and can't do because here, here's the thing. So, <clears throat> and I think this is a good conversation to, to interject into this, is that um, they're trying to figure out what they can get and what they can't get because now, unlike before, where like even though Warner Brothers is part of them, they they'd have to pay millions of dollars to get a show or a movie or whatever. 
um, which is completely crazy when you're in the same fucking unit, but whatever. Um, <laughs> now it seems like they don't have to pay money or not pay extravagant amounts of money to get something to Adult Swim. I mean, we, we've seen this, obviously, Genlock is one of them, but I mean, we've seen this with Final Space coming over to Adult Swim. Um, I'm sure that's not going to be the only show that comes over. I fully expect to see American Dad shift its its way back over to Adult Swim as long as TBS owns the rights to that and Disney doesn't fuck it up. Um, <clears throat> you mean the producers. So, Right, 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 right. So I, I feel like I feel like we'll start to see some of that. We'll see more of that coming, and I think, and it seems like they're very, very high in Adult Swim right now, um, as one of their like launching pads to do more teen slash adult animation. So I'm very interested to see what they come up with. Um, but you know, having Genlock come onto the block is a very good thing because. I think that opens the door, and this is what I kind of said on on Twitter today was, um, I want to see Rooster Teeth do something for Toonami. If you have the if you have the vehicle, why not use it or drive it, so to speak? I mean, you might as well use it, right? And apparently, somebody's alarm's going off. <laughs> I think there was some random person outside my building. Oh, okay. Well, they were probably liking the fact that I said that. <laughs> yes, clearly. <laughs> Maybe so. But um, but you know, I, I kind of where where I was going with that is is there, there's this kind of rumor going around that once the Warner Media platform, whatever whatever shape that takes, comes into the public. Uh, this public view, so to speak, venue, whatever. Um, DC Universe may go away. So, and if that's the case, you know, there's a show that we all want, which is Young Justice, obviously. Um, and I'm not saying Young Justice would be on Toonami. I'm just using it as an example. You know, a lot of people have been clamoring for, like, a DC show. So I'm hoping that we can see that, too. And this this will be kind of interesting because if you remember, Cartoon Network had a lot of American action cartoons on Toonami, and then there was a small amount of uh, anime on there. Now it seems to be in the reverse now, which is interesting because now you may all of a sudden see where we have all this anime and then a couple American action cartoons. Well, so it's going to be very interesting to see how that plays out. Yeah, that's because there's not that I'm many American cartoons belief. being made. <laughs> True. Yeah. 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 Contrary to popular belief, you know what I mean? It's not just an anime block. <laughs> oh, it's 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 now it's now officially back to the action cartoon block. I've With already some it. It, leeway beyond that for shows that are not traditionally action. Little, uh, little leeway in there. <laughs> Food Wars. <laughs> mm, yes. Ooh, uh, definitely. So about Food Wars. Yeah. Yeah. Gen we'll Lock talk about that in a minute. Is but it's still... a show that I keep meaning to check out. Like I watched a couple of minutes right when it premiered. I was watching a little bit of it on VRV, 
and then I got distracted and I just never got back to it. But it looked interesting. Uh, I know a lot of people are not keen on the CGI style, but I think it works for that show. And it's got a lot of talented people. So I think, I think it's pretty good. Yeah. That opening I, alone is also just pure fire. It's so good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and 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 I feel like I feel like this will probably lead into, um, and it may already be leading into this. I don't know, but I mean, there's only eight episodes of the series, so we may end up getting more episodes of the series as well, along with this being on Toonami. So, who knows? Well. I, I don't know you where. Know. Yeah. I don't know where it's at. I don't know if they've already been in production of more episodes, but um, I think they are. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they announced the season two already. Hmm. Did they say when it was supposed to be out by? No idea. Hmm. The first season well, that's why I'm saying like I'm early this year, right? Like back in January. Yeah. So right, probably sometime. I mean. Next year. I mean, they they may do they may do more this year. Who knows? Because sometimes they split these these shows up really weirdly. Sometimes, so who knows? Um, but yes, the yeah, I'm method. I'm uh, I'm excited for that. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm I'm very excited for this. Um, I mean, obviously, that wasn't the only thing announced this weekend. Um, oh. The big announcement from Aniplex. from Anime Expo is yeah. Uh, is um is Demon Slayer, which everybody really wants. Um, yes. <laughs> when when is when does Super end? By the uh, way, October. October. So yeah, this this is probably the show that's replacing Super, more than likely. That's a theory. Yeah. I mean, there be other yeah. shows that'll end there, but like Genlock will end um two weeks before that. Gundam will end one week before that. They may get a little creative yeah. with the yeah. scheduling to double up something to make sure that they don't have a different schedule every week for three weeks in a row. But mm. I mean, for all we know, they're just going to rerun Super Two, so like it's not necessarily oh. Super. Oh, I, I feel I feel like they'll they'll end up moving that down and replaying the whole series again, probably. Um, I but mean, there again, it depends on really into this. But I just think. Because yeah. they can play Super outside of Toonami, that they really don't need to keep it in Toonami. I would like to at least see them try something else. But, you know, Dragon Ball is Dragon Ball, and arguably nothing else is going to do better. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's not an easy decision. I, I do not envy them for having to decide what to mm. do about that. E- yeah, that's a toughie. Um, but have any of you guys watched Demon Slayer yet? No. I watched the first episode. Okay. Yeah, so I'm a... not. <laughs> well, yeah, so I'm like a huge Demon Slayer fan. Um, so I first read it when it came out back in 2016, the manga. And the moment I read it, I knew it was going to just be huge. So it's so awesome three years later to finally see it like come to the block oh man i'm gonna be so happy to watch it and i'm interested to see uh who anaplex and uh bang zoom assuming bang zoom does it uh chooses for the dub because 
I think this can turn out to be a very good show for Tanami. It's so good. I mean, I, I, I definitely see that. I, I definitely see this being uh, a good replacement for Super for now. Um, but, you know, who knows? I mean, how many episodes is this series supposed to have anyways? It's supposed to be 26. And I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if it gets a season two because that's kind of the running trend nowadays with the Shonen Jump adaptions. Plus, it sells really well in Japan. Yeah. So we'll see. I don't know. I, I, I kind of feel like sometimes Japan plays this game where they go, well, it has to do well here or we're not going to make anything. And they don't necessarily pay attention to how it does overseas because there's some series like Dragon Ball or not Dragon Ball. Um, Dead Man Wonderland. Dan, yeah. You see, you're, you're reading my mind to see um, <laughs> like, you know, obviously you did really well, sold really well. You could have probably done at least another se- season over here and it would have done well. And they're just like, nah, we're okay. We're fine. Yeah. Just, uh, I mean, uh, I think I think you're definitely on the mark there. It's def a lot of anime adaptions are just promotions for the mangas and the light novels. Yeah. So, I mean, like with bigger properties like Jump Ones, obviously there is that bigger multimedia focus. So that's why a lot of our series that are showing up in Tanami that are shown in Jump, like MHA and Black Clover, yeah. of course, or keep going. Yeah, I think I think Black Clover's catch on a lot but you know right now we're in the middle of whatever we're in the middle of <laughs> so it's kind of, it's kind of like dragging at the moment i'm just like yeah yeah I, I could do without this tournament arc um but uh you know I, i'm i'm kind of more, more interested to know what else we're gonna see here because obviously you know sketch said this at the top you know <laughs> Toonami seems to be pumping out all these announcements. Like, we still don't know what's replacing Sword Dog. Yeah, so that's like... the hilarious thing. Two shows were announced for Toonami in the past week, and neither of them are what's replacing Sword Art Online in two weeks. <laughs> mm. hmm. Oh, and we, we need to talk about shows. We need to talk about this, too. Um, I asked Jason, because Jason was opened it up to ask questions on his Twitter the other day. He was on his vacation. And me being the, the guy I am, I'm like, hey, so those shows that were supposed to be announced at uh, Momocon, were any of those shows already, did they just get announced recently or no? And he's like, no, no, they didn't get announced. And I'm like, okay, so I'm curious. Does that mean that they're not coming to the block or whatever? And he said, not right now. They're not coming to the block. Yeah, I was surprised that he mentioned specifically that a couple of them fell through last Yeah, week. yeah. Part of me feels there are probably <laughs> deals on the Japanese side, and, like, mm. they just didn't work out. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, there could be a Netflix thing, too, you know? I mean, Netflix or someone's trying to come in. Um, well, here's the thing. I don't know, I, I mean... We're not really sure how the deal with Funimation and Hulu works, but... On paper, it says that any show that Hulu wants from Funimation, they get first dibs. They get the simulcast immediately, and they get the dub eventually. 
Now, all the dubs that Funimation do go on Funimation now first before anywhere else. And we haven't seen Hulu get any of those, like, sooner than a year after. But there's just no telling what their contract with Hulu entails and whether or not it keeps shows from coming to other services. See, here's here's the thing that... Here's the thing that gets me about that, though, is if we've noticed, Toonami has been going over to Japan a lot. It's, I mean, everybody here has heard the interview with Jason on the Adult Swim podcast. Um, Basically, he's going over there once a month now. God rest his soul, mind you. (laughs) Developing six other co-production anime other than Blade Runner. Than Blade Runner. That's right. just pure insanity right there. Right. So, but I, I wasn't, I, I mean, obviously we'll talk about that in just a second. But, but Toonami's dying, right, guys? Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Totally. As good as dead. Toonami's imminent death. That's what kills me. He's like, oh, we have plans to 2021. I'm like, no, this sounds like plans past 2021. This is like plans but to okay. 2025. <laughs> and then the fans start digging the grave anyways. No, that's just that's just you know whatever. Those are just the trolls out there. But um, what I was trying to get to is, is it's I feel like and I know this conversation. I was trying to explain this on Twitter the other day, and it turned into you know oh well fun. It, it was it came out of that whole situ- that whole conversation of Funimation doesn't like tsunami or whatever. And I'm like no 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 you're not understanding. It's not Funimation that's doing anything. Tsunami's going directly to the Japanese licensors and saying we want this show. And then they force Funimation to give them that show. So, um, in some cases, perhaps. and I don't mean by yeah, I feel like in some cases they're doing that. Um, I'm just kind of interested to see like what's going to happen with like a show like My Hero Academia. Does when Toonami got the rights to play that show, do they have first dibs, or is Hulu going coming after bouncing off your conversation here, like? Are we gonna see? Yeah, that's a that's a real that unknown. That's a yeah. real unknown yeah. because it seemed like I'm starting to. Yeah, it, it seemed like Toonami was able to get My Hero Academia after Hulu's exclusivity ran out, but it's not <laughs> like the show left Hulu and the third season eventually has been added to Hulu, so. I don't know how it's going to go with the fourth season if it's like any other previous year. It would go up around the time the Blu-rays come out. But well, I, if you if you decide they're getting it, since apparently people aren't watching it. Well, no, I know. I think people are watching it. I think it's just the time slot it's in. That's the problem because we've seen Toonami get moved back to eleven, and then when they got what was it? I think Attack on Titan. They moved it up to 10.30 and put My Hero Academia there. I think it was more or less because because we all, we've all seen the ratings. We're not really like super paying attention to them, but we've also seen that My Hero Academia does really well and better than most of the shows on the block. So for them to sit there and say that the ratings are, are not what it's supposed to be for that time slot just makes me think that, okay, well, not for that time slot, but maybe you know what i mean like maybe it's just they can't put anything in the 10 30 time slot maybe it's it's like what happened with that one o'clock time slot and one piece and whatever else would go there like 
it's just maybe it's just a bad slot for a tsunami show right now. So I don't know, but um, it's going to be interesting to see because I would have expected to hear something about My Hero Academia playing on tsunami for the season four already. Now that doesn't seem to be happening, and and it's also interesting because we've been talking about Hulu, not just about this, but also about the fact that, for example, Food Wars is still on Hulu but yet it's playing on TV. So it's like, and I know different companies, I understand that, but are we, are we now coming into a point where we're, we're we're like super splitting the rights here? Like, okay, Uh so we have a TV, right? We have a, we have a streaming, right? You know what I mean? And then, oh yeah, by the way, put it on our platform too, right? Hasn't that always been a thing though? Um, They've always been separate rights. It it seems like it's, I don't know. It kind of seems like, Sometimes something's been going on where sometimes, sometimes it's not exclusive. Right. Right. Like for example, if you, if you look Dragon Ball super is completely on the adult swim app up to the tsunami broadcast. Same thing with Kai as Kai is playing at the beginning of adult swim on Saturdays, as those episodes play each and every week, it's getting added to the, the app. So it seems like, and I don't know this for sure, but it seems like adult swim may have the exclusive rights besides Funimation to play them, you know, to have that show because we don't see it anywhere else right now. We don't see this. We don't see Kai. I don't think, no, we don't see Kai. Kai doesn't stream anywhere besides adult swim. Right. Right. So, yeah. And I, and I think that's why they're keeping it because they're like, we're not stupid. We can use this on the Warner media platform. So we're not going to get rid of it. You know what I mean? But you know, Funimation needs to have it too, because you know, they want to have it on their app as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, it, it's very interesting to see how all this, all this is happening now because it, it, it's like these ebbs and flows that are going on right now. It's, it's so interesting because it's like, okay, well, this show was, uh, is, is still on this service, but wait a minute, Toonami's got it and it's still on this service. What the fuck is going on here? <laughs> like, it's getting really confusing. I'm just like, what, I, I don't understand what's going on here. <laughs> so yeah um, like as far as my hero goes i feel like at this rate we're probably not going to see season four premiere on on tanami and i'll probably like show up later down the line i i do think that we will see because i i think because i I do think what happened here and maybe you guys can help me with this maybe i'm wrong but i think the first two seasons played really well on tanami because you know obviously they've been out for a, a year or two so people were reminiscing, rewatching it, whatever. Season three is like a recent memory. And it really, I mean, it's really just got done not too long ago. So it's like people are like, oh, well, this is fresh in my mind. I don't really need to watch this. So I think that might be kind of the problem, too. But and what you're seeing in the ratings now is just people that ha- haven't seen it like myself. So I think that's what we're kind of seeing now. But hmm. I don't know. I, I, I think I, I think that I, from from what I see, like, like from the Japanese, they they're very high on putting it on TV. So I can't see Toonami not having some kind of like Attack on Titan thing. But like we've been talking about, how, how does Hulu come into play here? Are they going to get everything? Because if you look at the app, only season three is on there, and I'm not even sure that every episode of season three is on the Adult Swim app right now. And that's it. So 
what does that mean? Does that mean that Hulu has it and Adult Swim can't put it up? Because we've seen that with Black Clover. We've seen that with Dragon Ball Super. We've seen that with Dragon Ball Z Kai. So it's like, what's going on over here? You know what I mean? So that's why I'm saying it's so weird what's going on. I mean, even Megalobox was, they played the whole series and then it disappeared. That might have something you know what I mean? to do now, with the Blu-rays. Yeah. Right, Which right. But purchase. And, and here's the thing, like, you see that, and again, like, it's a different company, so Viz, but then One Punch Man is on the fucking app. So it's just like, what is going on here? <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. I mean, we haven't even talked about that. I mean, that's coming at some point, too. Um, if I had actually, to that's, that's guess the one... what show they would try to replace Dragon Ball Super with, I would say One Punch Man would be a fitting that I think I, I honestly think that Demon Slayer is probably gonna be the one that replaces it where Dragon Ball Super is, but yes, I think that if One Punch Man is going to debut then, it probably will be up and around in that in that time slot somewhere. So that it's just gonna be an interesting time at the end of this year because there's so many things that could happen. I mean for, who knows? Just, they may end up a second just so we're giving like accurate information here for what it's worth uh like a lot of shows seem to be doing lately with the adult swim app all three seasons of attack on titan are actually on the app right now right yep i think you were saying it only had the third one oh no no i was talking about my hero Hero. academia i'm sorry did i yeah 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 I, I wasn't. I wasn't talking about Attack on Titans. Yeah, I, I know Attack on Titans on there. All three seasons. Um, uh, I think. Sorry. I think Netflix. Understood you. I think. I think Netflix had it for a while, and then they lost it, and then I think they still Tsunami have picked season it back up. One sub only. Do they? Oh, yeah, Netflix does that weird cycle through with uh, their non-exclusives. Well, and and look at Sword Art. Sword Art was actually due to expire, I believe it was this month sometime. And I think they re-upped Sword Art. What's that? They renewed it. Yeah. Yeah. So, And I know they're not stupid because they're like, we see what's going on. We're not, no, no, no. We're not letting you have these first two seasons back. So we'll see how long that lasts because I feel like Toonami's going to want to try to uh, keep try to because it looks like what they went and they went no 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 we want attack on titan and they brought it back on so um i feel like we're going to start to see that a lot more too like i've been saying um but you know if we're talking about replacement for sword on online you know I, I know maybe it's too early but would it be too early for jojo i mean no, they could always Maybe the rights are too taken up already, but what if they put on that uh, Sword Art spinoff that everyone was complaining about? Uh, Not airing. Isn't that isn't that like Netflix and Hulu have it? I mean, it's I like know everywhere it's on at this there. point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a possibility. I, I I can't say no to that, honestly. Like again, it's it's just very weird how these rights are with these shows. You never know, like which one is which one is going to get. What kind of treatment? Is it exclusive for this place? Or will you see it on multiple platforms? I have no idea. One show I could think it could be is like uh, Dr. Stone, since that is a Crunchyroll title. And they haven't really announced the simul 
sub date for it yet. Didn't they oh, say no, Funimation they did. was was it's uh in two weeks? Oh, they did. Oh, didn't they say it Funimation was dubbing is that? Supposed one? to go up on the nineteenth, which, as you may realize, Sword Art vacates that slot on the twentieth. So, Ooh. I mean, hmm. one day delay wouldn't be too bad if that's what they got to do. It could uh, certainly would help be them out with, uh, in case of scheduling hiccups with the dub. Did, so. Do you know who, is it? Is it Funimation dubbing that? I, that's what I thought I heard. It's probably Funimation or was it somebody dubbing else? it. It's going on Funimation's okay. site, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they're dubbing it. But Crunchyroll has the master Yeah, because Crunchyroll still has the master license to it. Yeah. So we probably will see it on... We probably will. Yeah, that that might be the show replacing it. Maybe. Then. I mean, but it's it, a big Shonen Jump title. <laughs> but I, I do. I, I find it funny that they haven't made an announcement about that yet. You would think that they would have done something already. Yeah. I don't know. There was ample opportunity to make more announcements at Anime Expo. I was like, oh, JoJo panel. Nope. No JoJo. Nothing. Uh, all well, we heard see, about Manaplex people... was Demon Slayer, which is coming in the fall. So... I mean, if by chance they literally just had to scramble to get a different show and they haven't banged out any deal yet with Sentai or Aniplex, then I guess that would make sense why they wouldn't have announced anything at Anime Expo. But really? (laughs) You would think at the minimum they would have talked to somebody in order to get it announced by Anime Expo, but we don't know. There's really no telling what's going to replace Sword Art. But, uh, I mean, Mob Season 2 would make sense. Again, something that probably should have been announced by Crunchyroll at their panel. But Honestly, I yeah. completely forgot that was a thing. <laughs> well, I mean, and then there was... Um, the, the, well, I mean, we, get, we have Crunchyroll Expo coming up, so, I mean, it's kind of... That, that's going to be an interesting place to see if anything else is announced for tsunami in the in the future as well so yeah that's at yeah. the end of the month it's yeah. an end of august oh end of august a certain uh hmm. a certain v lord is going to that so hopefully I'm, I'm still waiting on press approval but if the cards are in place i'll definitely be there oh don't worry i'll i'll, I'll bug them <laughs> <laughs> so yeah what? Uh, i mean what? uh i would hope that we would get some kind of announcement Soon, they've been cutting it close on some of these, like, with Food Wars, it it wasn't until the week before that... That, that just felt completely out of nowhere, too. It yeah, did. It, it really did. <laughs> it's like, that whole time, it's like, oh, yeah, it's gonna be, like, Demon Slayer, or some other Aniplex show, or something from Viz, Sentai, what? Food Wars... <laughs> They could could be throwing us another curveball now and then outsells at work. I mean, yeah, that that. one's out there too. I would love that very, very much. Or they'll throw us another curveball and put mix in the mix. I'd be down for mix. Like like, in a Dachi series on Tanami, let's go. See, that's why you said curveball. I would have said money pitch, but we both know that's not dope. No, but su- surprise dub of uh, Planet With. That's what we're going sure. I mean, that would be amazing, though. It would. It would. Uh, something maybe a little bit more realistic, 
Konosuba, which just had its second oh, season I, I Do it. Do it. Do it. ReZero, the options are endless. I mean, yeah, totally. Yeah, you know, I... I Replace Sword Art with I mean, ReZero, let's go! <laughs> wait, 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 what is that? What is that one show that everybody was talking... Oh, I think it was... Uh, Excel World or something? Oh, that's by the creator of Sword Art. Yeah, I, I was saying... License to that. Yeah, I was sitting that. there thinking... I was thinking about that the other day. I'm sure everyone was talking about it at some point, but I don't think about We're recently. deep diving the, the Viz catalog, Tiger and Bunny, now. That, no, that no, is no, long no. overdue. <laughs> um, Eat Tiger and Bunny. I don't know. It's going to be really interesting to see what happens. Who knows? By the time this podcast is out, maybe that news will break. And sure enough, that news did break. And we now know that starting Saturday, July 27th at midnight, Toonami will be airing Fire Force, a brand new anime from the creator of Soul Eater, brought to you by Funimation. It is currently airing in Japan, and Toonami will be airing it three episodes behind the Japanese broadcast and Funimation simuldub. So be sure to tune in. But, you know, remember, but see, the, the, the best part about all of this, the best part, is the God Voice promos are back. So that, that's that's all I care about. Yes. yes. <laughs> Clearly they just need to, need to keep getting their shows last minute so we get more Voice of God promo. Like that Gundam promo. Works for me. That is mm. beautiful. largely why. That yep. Gundam the Origin promo yeah, was fantastic. It and was. Food Wars promo. Oh, so good. Very good music choice. Yes. And, and, and honestly, more foodgasms. Oh God! You mean the hentai? Oh, I mean, God. one of the the artists for Food Wars used to be a hentai artist. So, uh, yeah. why am I not surprised? I'm sure Darrell's going. Yes. <laughs> well, Darrell's a man of culture, so yeah, he's there, a man of culture. Definitely people out on the internet right now thinking, like, they didn't even check what this show's about, did they? <laughs> I was I was saying a sketch at the beginning, just before we started recording this, like... How they getting away <laughs> I, 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 I'm just going to watch to see how long the fucking show ends. <laughs> Let, or stays on. Because I'm, I'm waiting for somebody to be like, alright, that's enough orgasms on screen. <laughs> well, after we take it that not a fan, Paul... What'd you say? Should I take that that you're not a fan? It's not going to stay around for very long. I mean, I don't, I don't see it lasting that long when, if if it's (laughs) going to be like that, like that first episode. Because I'm just like, I'm like, I just see some parent group going, this isn't, this is on the air. You guys got to pull it. It does get a little less bad, and a little less bad. (laughs) Fucking kids watch TV at one in the morning, you know. Yeah, it becomes a lot tamer with the food gasms later, especially as the pacing becomes a lot faster. This runs in the same magazine as Naruto and such in My Hero Academia, so should be fine. And Yuna and the Haunted Hot Springs, which is based. Basically softcore porn. Yeah, well, I mean, the difference there is Viz Media licensed Food Wars manga and Viz Media did not touch Yuna. <laughs> yeah, uh, for a reason. We had to get seven C's to fly in for that. 
ghost ship. What a what a great label. <laughs> it's very fitting. Yeah. Particularly for Yuna and the Haunted Hot Springs. <laughs> so truly silly silly manga and anime. Very silly. Well, the only thing I can hope is whatever replaces Sword Art is at least as interesting as Food Wars and Gen Luck. Yeah. At least in terms of kind of unexpected. Those definitely fit the bill of uh, pretty unexpected. I mean, Demon Slayer, that that seemed like a strong possibility with the way Anaplex was pushing it hard and the way Anaplex was doing a lot with Toonami this year. Just, yeah, like they announced. Like I remember they announced that they had the license to that like last year. So they they've been wanting that to be big for a while. We finally gonna get some. I'm Ufo just wondering. On tsunami. Yep, I'm that unlimited budget works. Which we all know. I, is I'm, because I'm of really just wondering, like. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I'm just wondering, like, if any of these series that Toonami's getting, like, with the exception of, obviously, like, Food Wars or Genlock, like, I'm kind of wondering if any of these series are being, like, co-funded by Adult Swim. I mean, obviously, if they're doing six animes on top of Blade Runner, they're willing to, to shit out the money. But, you know, and I also wonder, by the way, speaking of those six series... I also wonder if those are continuations of series that have already played. Oh, probably not all of them, but I, I would bet money that at least one of them is. Bleach the final act. Give me that Trigon Maximum! <laughs> oh god, I would kill for that. Yes. I I mean, I would, I would put money on Bleach coming back. I could see that happening. Or, 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 just hear me out, we, we are already talked about this dead man wonderland season two of course <laughs> you know hey I, I hey i'm i'm on board with that shit all day long let's just let's get in the driver's seat and fucking make that happen well it won't be if adult swim studio. had like a, <laughs> if adult home. swim had like a funding if they had like a funding apparatus i'd be like here's some money just go <laughs> just go do it give us all the money give us all the money seriously yeah. So, Food Wars. For a long time, people kind of, I want to say mostly jokingly, were like, yeah, this would be fun to have on Toonami. It's not an action show, per se, but it is action-y. Like, the cooking's really intense. The stare-downs are really intense. Shit. What are you talking about? It's, uh, yeah, they get plenty of action in Food Wars. But like for a shonen battle anime, it's 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 with cooking, not with fists. Which is well, when will Toonami get to showcase the gateway of the booty alarm? Oh god! You mean Keijo? Oh, Keijo! That's 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 what's replacing Sao Keijo. The Keijo and Food Wars hour. Make it happen. Please go. <laughs> I just need to hear Howard Parker say something like, no buts about it. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. Uh, the butt puns. Legitimately, I, I do want KJ on Toonami, but let's be reasonable here. <laughs> but? 
But Food Wars, <laughs> it's a fun show. I I really I really enjoy it. I've uh, I haven't seen the whole anime that has come out so far, and thankfully Viz not Viz yeah Viz has been putting out the manga, but uh, Sentai announced that they're finally dubbing the third season, which <clears throat> was a bit of a little complicated because Crunchyroll got the license to the third season so that that was a bit of a snafu for a while when sentai and crunchyroll didn't seem to be on the best terms but they they seem to have uh you know make it work out stayed together for the kids as it were i mean crunchyroll divorced funimation and then got got back together with sentai so seems that way and then Mm. They decided, you know what, Sentai? We don't want you releasing our shows. We're going to have Viz Media do it. Yup. Well then! <laughs> uh, somewhat jokingly, I find it funny that they picked Viz of all people because they don't even release their own shows very well. <laughs> I mean, their distribution's through Warner Brothers, though, so that makes sense. Yeah, that's the corporate And now we're just back to Toonami. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It all, it all makes lots of sense. But, yeah, it definitely... Like, I would have expected them to maybe go back to Discotech, or keep working with Funimation, or... I don't I don't know. Viz was definitely, like, at the bottom of the list of thoughts of who they might distribute their shows through. And yeah, I feel it doesn't like discotech seem like it's, like, had... going both ways. Like, there's nothing about Viz shows coming to Crunchyroll, which I, a lot of them are on there already, but that's because of TV Tokyo and other Japanese companies. So, you like, the original Sailor Moon is sub and dub exclusive to Hulu, and, well, I guess it's actually on 2B TV, but it's not on Crunchyroll. No Sailor Moon on Crunchyroll except for Crystal. And that's because of TV Tokyo. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like Viz, for one thing, doesn't have like a huge emphasis on streaming, though. Which is probably why the relationship works. Like, hmm. And I think like going back to Discotech probably wouldn't have worked. Because Discotech, for as many series as they license, they don't probably have the output for home media that Crunchyroll is looking for at this point, because they're releasing and licensing so many shows that it would probably yeah. become too overwhelming for Discotech, considering their size. Or Sentai. Sentai actually seemed pretty likely, because they got High Dive on VRV, and they're, they got the Sentai shows back on the Crunchyroll after that snafu. So, uh... <laughs> Viz Media! Must be the corporate synergy. I can't think of any other reason why that would have happened. But yeah, that probably is the biggest reason. reason out of all of this. Good, good enough reason. Good enough. Mm. Reason. Yeah. But yeah, it's uh, it actually happened. Food wars on tsunami. I think uh, a lot of folks really wanted it to happen, but I don't <laughs> think anybody honestly thought it would. <laughs> no, I would agree. I don't think anybody really thought it would. It's uh I'm very pleasantly surprised. Yeah. That and Lupin have been some of my uh they've definitely brought me back to active live tweeting. 
Well, I mean, Food Wars is definitely a good show for live tweeting. <laughs> What's that going on right there? I can't even explain this. You have to see for yourself. <laughs> it's it's fun. It's fun. It's a, I, I think it's a good middle of the block fun time, which I welcome wholeheartedly. And hey, mm. people thought, oh, they're not going to replace Hunter Hunter with another long running shonen, right? <laughs> Kinda. <laughs> <laughs> As of now, Food Wars isn't exceedingly long, but it's like 60 episodes. And Plus it has season four be, coming. Yeah, that fourth season's happening. Yeah. That'll, that'll put it in the 70s at least. The good thing is that Food Wars is at least over, so with that fourth season they'll probably finish adapting everything. We can hope. <laughs> we have an Aren't the second and third seasons only, like, 12 episodes? The third season was, like, split core. So, like, it's still, like, 24 episodes, but they just aired it over a longer period. Yeah. So, as I recall, the first plate was, like, 24 episodes. And then the second one was, like, 12 or 13. And then, yeah, they did the split thing with... uh, third season so he has like 64 63 episodes something like that can't remember off the top of my head yeah seems about right hey roughly the uh, same amount as my hero academia right now but that's gonna change real soon yep but this schedule boy hmm they uh they they did not they did not go back on it they they stuck to their guns it aired as they said it would and uh yeah people were not happy about my hero academia being all the way at 3 30 not happy so. <clears throat> but hey the good news is you can Watch it on Sunday DVR'd and it still counts. You can do that with Gundam The Origin too, which I might recommend because, you know, Gundam, it's pretty easy to fall asleep during. (laughs) But I enjoy The Origin. I I think it's an interesting story. Getting the backstory on Char and kind of showing his rise in the military. And it just, it goes a real far length to show just, just what a clever, awful guy he is from the get-go. A wonderful, awful idea. Mm-hmm. I think for the most part, the schedule makes sense. They kind of have a thing going with the, the short-running premieres all lumped together towards the front. And then you have the longer series towards the back. Except it's just really odd to go all those long series and then you have Gundam the Origin and then you end with My Hero Academia. I mean, at least swap those two. <laughs> it's just weird. 
I I literally think it was like, well, we're losing ten thirty. I don't really want to move anything else on the schedule. Let's just put it all the way in the back. But if you were to suggest the idea that they felt like My Hero Academia was too costly for the performance that it is currently pulling in, I guess I'd be willing to believe that. But I don't think it's nearly as malicious as other people are making it out to be. It's sucky, and I hope it doesn't make people, like, give up on watching My Hero Academia on Toonami, which it probably will, because why would you keep watching it when there are other ways to do so, and you have to stay up till 3.30 to do it? But again, you can watch it the next day on demand or dvr and that counts. Mainly dvr Yep. <clears throat> uh, yeah. That's that's whatever that is. I I do think overall I rather enjoyed watching the significant portion of uh, Toonami on Saturday. I don't know about the rest of you, but I did. I was busy at AX, so I would know. <laughs> that you were. Well, any other thoughts, gentlemen? I think we've gotten everything out that we need to say. Yeah. Well, thank you, gentlemen, for joining me for this segment of the podcast. Uh, we'll probably be slapped onto some lengthy show discussion. We got one for JoJo. We got one for Neverland. We got we'll we'll see which one it is because there's a lot of shows coming and going right now. But uh, until then, uh, here's a message from our sponsor. Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com slash Podcast and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Download a title for free and start listening. It's that easy. Go to audible.com slash Podcast to get started today. Welcome back to the Toonami Faithful Podcast. I am your host, Sketchin. I am joined by Duelist and V-Lord. Godly boy, howdy. Sup? And we are here to talk a little bit about Lupin the Third Part 5, which three episodes have aired at the point of this recording. I'd say that's a, a good sampling to get a feel for what this season has to offer. So... I'm going to go ahead and start off with already liking this quite a bit more than part four. Yeah. Yeah. Quite yeah, I mean, I, I enjoy part four a lot. Like, it's definitely up there as one of my more favorite Lupin series. But having not seen that much of part five, I think I may like part five more by the time we get through it all. Because it does a lot of more interesting things and kind of paves a new like future for the Lupin franchise, which I find interesting. I feel yeah. like I need to restart and finish all of part four without having the mindset of this is supposed to be like part two and it isn't. <laughs> Did you guys ever watch uh, the woman called Fujiko Mine? I saw all of it. He saw 
some of it? Uh, I own it and haven't seen an episode, so feel free to berate me as much as need be. I mean, that that's my favorite Lupin series run thing, but I always kind of feel like uh, part four is a mix of like elements from part two with the narrative elements of Fujiko Mine in that it's trying to create a more linear story, which is why I think I enjoyed it a lot compared to other people. But I mean, the whole thing with Lupin is that you can really do anything with it, which is kind of why I'm enjoying part five a lot too, because it's a lot more kind of just doing anything you want and kind of just like sticking with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I suppose if I had any nitpicks about the more recent Lupin seasons in general, it's the whole, we're going to throw this new person to mesh with the whole cast for what currently seems like the entire season. And it, to some degree, I feel like it takes away from things. Hmm. Mm. That was at least how I felt about What's Her Face in Part 4. I don't know that I have that much of an issue with, well, I can't remember her name either. From Yeah, from Part 5 here. But I feel like if she's present for the entire season and keeps just being like, Lupin, I don't understand this facet of your life, I'm just going to be like, as you far know as I, mean? I know, she is here for the entire season. Really? Oh. <sighs> okay. I, I would say you were mentioning that the season four was more linear than previous Lupons, but I would say this one thus far feels even more linear than part four did. Because part four kind of jumped around a little bit and then had sort of an overarching storyline, too. Sketch, correct me if I'm... Well, I didn't mean to cut you off. But you did. Oh, God you, Duelist. You so so mean. I'm going to change my Twitter name to God Duelist. <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like my and potentially your main problem with Part 4 was they kept having random antagonists, but they were sticking around and not being that funny kind of thing. That, I may not be phrasing I like the any secret, of that. I, I like the Daniel Craig guy pretty well, but... Oh, Nix? Evil, evil Leonardo da Vinci got tired. I don't know. I, I liked evil Leonardo da Vinci. <laughs> well, somebody had to. Either way, so far I've been enjoying the mini arcs, I guess, more in this than I did in 4. Yeah, maybe. That's fair. I feel like the tone of this one is quite a bit more serious than Part 4 ever really was. There were some serious C episodes of Part 4. To some degree, I agree with you, but I also feel like it's doing the comedy better from what I've seen to some extent. Yeah. (laughs) It definitely... It feels more Lupin as... Much of a non-description as that might be. The jokes hit a lot better, I feel. Yeah, I mean, I guess like it kind of feels a lot closer to the manga, in my opinion. Because in the manga, it there's a lot of gore, but there's also a very wacky kind of tone behind it. 
So, like, this is kind of a good combination of that. I, I feel like the wackiness is definitely one of Lupin as a franchise's strengths. Yeah. Which is why, I, I mean, I've not seen anywhere close to all the Lupin content that is out there. But I feel like if there are ones that are almost, you know, 100% serious in tone, probably wouldn't be my favorite. Hmm. I mean, not saying it doesn't have comic elements, but I also don't hate, like, you know, Castle of Cagliostro. Right. <clears throat> I mean, who could? Who could hate Castle of Cagliostro? Yeah. I mean, like, I guess the most serious Lupin content is probably, like, uh, Takashi Koike's directed Lupin films. Like, uh, Jigen's Gravestone and, like, uh, Goemon's Sprayer Blood, Fuchiko's Lie. But even in those, it replaces the humor with over-the-top action, which kind of brings in that kind of enjoyment factor that the comedy would have. Mm -hmm. So it's a weird balance, I feel. like This is slightly off-topic, by the way, but... I, somebody was talking about, you know, what if the part four five cast got a shot at redubbing uh, Castle of Cagliostro, and I, I, that would be interesting. It doesn't need to be done, but it would definitely be interesting to it see them tackle that version of the characters. But I don't think that's going to happen. I wouldn't be opposed to it, but I don't think it's necessary I feel like either. The current state of things isn't is... there already two dubs for that movie? There yeah. are. We're, we're <laughs> probably a lot more likely to get more dubs for Lupin things that don't have one. Yeah, yeah, like the ten plus specials that they self license, mm. and that CG Lupin film that got announced uh, today, which looks amazing. Hey, does anyone know offhand if uh, any of Discotech's Lupin like releases have included any of the uh, those ones that Funimation had at one point? Basically, I think I'm wondering. They do I'm pretty sure for the ones that were previously licensed by Funimation, they keep those old dubs because oh, they even do that for the non-Funimation ones, like the Bye Bye Lady Liberty special. So I'd assume that's the case for the Funimation ones, too. I guess I'm mostly not sure offhand if they've re-released any of the Funimation ones. They've done, like, two or three of them, I think. They've been going in, like, a weird order relicensing them. Like, they've been relicensing some of the older ones, but then also licensing some of the newer ones to, like, keep up with the ones that are coming out. Yeah. I just I know I recently picked up some uh, out of print Funimation DVDs for ones that they definitely haven't re-released, like Farewell the Nostradamus and Missed by a Dollar. Oh God, I wish Nostradamus would uh get relicensed. Also, the uh, Secret of Twilight Gemini, which for some reason there's a site that has new copies for like eight bucks. Huh. Interesting. Stuff goes on eBay for like. There's too much loop on. That's, it would be quite difficult to collect it all. But give Disco Tech time, they'll uh, keep churning them out. They'll certainly do it at some point. I wouldn't be surprised. 
God bless him for it. God bless <clears throat> Right Stuff for putting out all those Gundams. That too. Like, all the UC Gundam on Blu-ray? <laughs> yes, please. Wow. <laughs> That's pretty great. Glad they're finally putting out War in the Pocket on Blu-ray. I almost bought the DVD, but I was like... Yeah, I was holding out for a Blu-ray for that, because I, I love Born in the Pocket so much. So let's see here. This Lupin is interesting because they've decided to incorporate social media and a lot of modern technology, which more or less fudges up the timeline something fierce, but... <laughs> hey, you had uh, Jigen talking about eBay in the freaking dumb part, too. Yeah. Then again, you also had Jimmy Carter being dubbed as if he was Bill Clinton, so I don't even know how to comment on that. That dub is just a blessing. It, it sure is great, was. and I really wish they had been able to do more of it, but... Yeah, they recorded up they to... Are. They recorded, like, over, like, 100 episodes of it, but those last few got, like, lost to time when Genion folded. Are there legitimately some that got dubbed that Genion did not actually release yeah Epcar mentioned this on his twitter a long time back if i recall but like no one has the tapes for them so it's assumed that they were just thrown away i thought that they had some stuff that hadn't been previously released that was gonna be on there uh as they continue to release sets of part two yeah, I mean, not... like, the the sets three and four, which finish off part two, are sub-only. So, they released all the dub episodes again already. Yeah, well, that was what I had meant, so maybe... Eh. Didn't Adult Swim back in the day only license, like, 26? Yeah, and only 25 of them aired. Well, you know... To be or not to be. That is the question. Was that something didn't air the Nazi episode? Yeah. yeah. Of course. <laughs> and you know, I've seen it, and honestly, it's not that bad. I think it's literally just because it has Nazis. But that's yeah. literally it. I mean, having watched it, I almost feel like the whole thing of Lupin messing with Hitler was even more reason to air it than not, but, you know, I'm sure somebody would have been annoyed. Yeah. <clears throat> I feel like Adult Swim on the regular, even potentially back in the day, got away with worse. I mean, look at some episodes of Mr. Pickles now. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Pickles. Which is getting another season. Oh, God. That Why? gum you like. I gotta find a gum, please. Stolen again. <laughs> oh, man. Mr. Pickles is evil. You do some of those a little too well, Sketch. Have you heard? I do all <laughs> the voices on Mr. Pickles. Can you do Mr. Pickles? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what the... <laughs> Sketch is just the new voice of Mr. Pickles, guys. 
paid in bills somehow. Uh, so this, yeah, this season of Lupin, <laughs> and we'll try to stay on track now. This season of Lupin, um, the gist of it is that we've seen so far, uh, Lupin decides to piss off a crime organization that mainly deals with things over the internet by taking their hacker and stealing all their digital money and they don't take it very kindly and they decide to make him an internet celebrity because how better can you find somebody than to you know kind of stalk them make, on twitter stalk them on twitter yeah <laughs> And now everyone in the world's a cop. That's an interesting concept that I, I like that they're exploring that because, yeah, if you're like a world-renowned thief trying to keep your activity hidden in a world with social media seems a little difficult. Yeah, especially since in like other Lupons, we've never really seen other people besides cops even try to like identify him yeah he's always just kind of walking around with no problems which nowadays definitely would not happen yeah no definitely not definitely not def, 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 def. now are we trying to keep this really spoiler free i mean no anything that happened in those first three episodes is game because I, I I think it's hilarious that he just embraces the whole thing by making his own Twitter and it's just like here's everything I'm doing you're gonna get bored yeah how do you how do you beat the social media by you know more social media what's Lupin up to today well I'm eating this sandwich that's so exactly what people do on Twitter though. And that's the best part. Like, ah, oh, man. It's such a game. Come on. It's not fun anymore. But it is very helpful in keeping track of where he is. So all these assassins can just come out of nowhere and keep attacking him and trying to get him. Because, well, obviously they're the, the once still probably pretty rich guy is not happy with Lupin and wants to make an example of him. So, he's sending everyone. And, I mean, I think the John Wick comparisons write themselves. They really do. I mean, he's, he's wandering through a desert in this third episode. I can't... Come on. Which apparently would mean something to me if I'd seen the third one yet. Yeah, you, you should see... The John Wicks. You, sh you should see two and three. Very much so. But, I will. <laughs> but like, You're so good, Duelist. I watch this. This isn't the first time that Lupin's had to deal with an endless amount of assassins. I mean, there's a movie called The Island of Assassins. <laughs> I wonder what that's about. But I mean, I'm looking at this, and is it crazy to think that maybe, just maybe, the people writing this show over in Japan got a little bit of inspiration from John Wick? Well, I mean, this the third one wouldn't have been out yet. Well, yeah, that, but I mean, just <laughs> the general concept of assassins everywhere and using 
uh, they don't really use social media in, in John Wick. They just use texting. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, like a huge network of assassins and hitmen at the disposal of the people who have the money to use them. That's pretty interesting. So, the girl this season, I think, is at least more entertaining than Rebecca. Oof, I I have to disagree there. Really? I, I really liked Rebecca. I felt like Rebecca had a really... She was really good in that first episode, and every now and then she she was pretty good, but eh. kind of a rich girl. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I I really liked her personality. Like she was just a really fun character, and Ami's also really good. I I like her a lot, but I don't know. I, I'd say I like them about the same, if maybe Rebecca a little bit more. Though so that might Very change by the end. Very different characters. I mean. Rebecca's a total extrovert, and Ami's a total introvert. Yeah. They might have slightly different backstories as well. Well, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. I, I mean, one grew up in comfort, and the other grew up in... Uh, I mean, it's just like Carol and Tuesday, Tuesday, right? No, no, no. Instead of the secrets of the Italian dream, they're going to find the secrets of the French dream. I guess like so. baguette recipe? Ah. I don't uh, know. <laughs> I get... Uh, mm. Go to the Riviera. I don't know. So, uh, it's, it's pretty good so far. It's... it's fairly entertaining i do think when they have the comedy bits it hits really well like in this third episode where ami's trying to understand why zenigata is helping lupon and she's like oh you're not friends well love takes all forms (laughs) (laughs) okay generally it might almost be like just completely universally agreed upon that Lupin Zenigata episodes where they're forced to be together for long periods are potentially the best thing. They are. Like, that's definitely one of the most memorable episodes from uh, Part 4. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that episode was really great. Uh, Yeah, it's also a homage to uh, an episode from Part 1, which is also very similar. It's like, Zenigata has like a love hate relationship with Lupin where he wants to keep chasing him, but he also wants to catch him. It's so great. That's yeah. Ridiculous. It's like, Lupin went out of my jurisdiction. You know what? I'm going on vacation because they can't tell me what to do. Like... <laughs> yeah. And now like, bro, it looks he needs like... some real R and R at some point. <laughs> a little too obsessed there, Pops. Either that or you, you, you need to ask him out. I don't know. <laughs> what? I mean, Lupin's not a bad looking guy. Why not? Pops could do worse. Sorry, yeah. Pops. <laughs> I'm not looking for that sort of relationship. 
Uh, that was hurtful. <laughs> Hawks, I didn't know you cared so much. As, as was <laughs> that the whole case. fireside conversation was just too good. As, as I feel the case was with part two and part four, the dub continues to be very good. And I, I truly feel like Lupin benefits at least an English speaking audience from being dubbed much in the way that I feel like space dandy is probably more dangus. If you're watching it in English, not saying anything bad about the Japanese cast or anything, but I mean, I I think the Japanese cast, especially for the newer Lupin stuff is amazing, but yeah, hearing those English voices, especially with uh, Tony Oliver's direction on these newer dubs is just so good. Like they really, they really emote the characters effectively into English, and it's just so satisfying to hear. I think you meant and Richard I, Epcar. Is Richard? Oh yeah, Richard Epcar. Yeah, my 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 bad. Brain farting there. Tony was too busy doing Hunter Hunter for the past three years. <laughs> I mean, like yeah, how he was, was like, like how he played a random character in like every other episode. <laughs> I was probably getting confused with the Koike films because I literally saw those last week and he directed those. <laughs> There's too much Lupin. I find too it interesting much. how they managed to keep these people involved in the English production of these things, even if they're not playing the same roles all the time. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. it's crazy. I mean, with I'll... that, the, the sequel to Jiggins' Gravestone, they actually got Lex Lane back for Goemon. Yeah, I mean, I think that worked, though, because Goemon's not in Jigen's Gravestone, so uh, they didn't have to keep hit the cast from uh, Jigen's Gravestone with him, while Keith Silverstein is still Lupin, and then, like, Christina V is still Fujiko and stuff, so that, that what, gets kind of weird. Wasn't there, like, a joke about, so, uh, <laughs> when, when is, uh, uh, brain fart? Isn't uh, Richard Epcar Zenigata in those movies too? Yeah, he is. Like Fujikami. Oh, oh no, no, the, I think the joke was like, so when is Richard Epcar gonna voice Fujikami? Oh yeah, that's from like the <laughs> Fujikamine uh, interviews. I, I remember that. that. That's funny. Someday, someday. <laughs> I, I'd watch it. Just like look, look. look. Give Lupin some, you know, bad head fantasy. And we're... we're... Julius, we just need a body-switching episode, and then Richard Epcar can do it. <laughs> or, you know, like, Jigen could be explaining something that will happen to Lupin involving Fujiko, and he could be doing all the voices. By the way, much like how they did that thing with, uh... What's his face being copy Vegeta? If we have any episodes where there's like a fake Lupin, I think having Sonny Straight voice that character would be pretty amazing. I mean, how awesome would it be if Red versus Blue, uh, Red Red versus Blue, Red versus Green, Red <laughs> um, Red Jacket versus Green Jacket? Oh, that would be so good. There's also multiple other Lupins of that, so you could get like all the old Lupin voice actors back. Like, imagine Sonny Strait, Keith Silverstein, and uh, Tony Oliver all talking to each other at the same time. I'm not sure if that's more or less amusing than having Tony Oliver talk to, like, five versions of himself. That would also be amazing. (laughs) Certainly would be something, yes. 
or uh, Richard Epcar voicing Lupin. Hmm. Oh, I, I, I honestly anything Richard Epcar does, I, I would listen to. He's just perfection. Like a hentai dub. <laughs> would you not watch a Richard Epcar voice hentai yeah, dub? Actually, probably he'd be hysterical. I'm not gonna lie. If, I would, uh, if, I would if, enjoy that a little too much. If Dan Green doing it was any indication, he he should do he should do porno with uh, either his Boba Bo or Edamon voice. Oh my freaking god! <laughs> they can broadcast it on his dark network. Yeah, that was that was only kind of a good joke. Only kind of, just a little. Also, that was probably the worst Edamon impression I've ever attempted. You Edda attempted? And then you did that to distract from my bad impression. I'm sorry, that should have been ever attempted. Yeah, they were both bad. I'm Lupin III. I'm not just some stupid celebrity. And then he killed a guy. As one does, I suppose. Yeah. What do you think I am, a Kardashian? Come on. (laughs) I wasn't born into money. I stole this shit. (laughs) The implication that he is, in fact, like, he has tons of money. But he just keeps going. Swimming in those riches. Uh-huh. Now, I'm not quite sure what to make of Lupin's statement about how Fujiko is no longer a romantic interest or just a another rival in thievery. I'm like, mm, is he being legit with that? I don't know. I think if she showed him some interest, he'd be all up on that again. Yeah, Lupin would easily backpedal onto Fujiko. Like that's that's not even a question. What yeah. sort of seventies tabloids are you reading? Or well, I don't remember exactly what the line was. Do <laughs> <laughs> you hear that, guys? Men that value real friendship, Fujiko doesn't understand them. (laughs) And that's why Yoko will never understand Simone and Kamina. Nothing for that? Come on. Don't tell me you have to put two and two together on the voice actors. Now that sounds lewd. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. That's why I was like, kind of just pausing there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I, don't, I don't know if there's really much else to say at the moment. It's it's enjoyable. Lupin Part Five. It's good. It is Watch good. It and if, you, if you didn't like Part Four, give it a chance. Yeah, like every every Lupin series is different in its own way, and one will cater more to others than another series might. Yeah. There's a Lupin out there for everyone. 
Well put. Well put. Now, I will say... I, I mean, I don't want to be that guy, because I'm genuinely happy that we're getting the dub premiere of this on Toonami, but maybe not the best time to be playing Lupin. <laughs> kind of... I don't know. Doesn't seem to be appealing to the broader Toonami audience for the most part. They don't seem happy with anything these days, so, you know. True. At a certain point, you're like, hey, it's a good show, so shut up. The day Toonami, all Toonami fans are satisfied is the day that hell freezes over. You, you can't satisfy everyone. Oh, well, that's for darn sure. But I, I I do think I don't I don't know what they're thinking even moving it up earlier one time slot. It's just kind of uh, yeah. I found that interesting because like twelve thirty is like pretty early for Lupin. Considering I don't pretty think pretty early. Yeah. It, like Lupin's good and all, and I'm happy to watch it that early. But like, will most people want to watch it that early? I mean, I do see some logic to that because Food Wars is not a dub premiere and really neither is uh, Black Clover. That's like 10 episodes behind Funimation at yeah, this point. Yeah, and Food Wars has been on like major streaming platforms like Hulu already. So yeah. like lots of people have probably seen it either subbed or dubbed. Mm -hmm. I mean, they still maybe should have put it in front of Lupin initially, but... Eh, there's still plenty of time to move things around. I don't. <laughs> ah, I don't know how uh, how that's gonna work out. As of this recording, we still don't know what's replacing SAO. I hope we find that out this week. <laughs> Hopefully. I mean, we kind of have to. <laughs> Unless it's nothing. In which case, just move My Hero Academia back up. It's not the worst idea. Tsunami's just over, people. It, there's there's nothing left. There's nothing left. There's not... What was it? Seven shows being worked on? Yep. They, they threw them all in the dumpster. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're all vaporware. None of them are going to happen. Also, the Toonami logo was on the uh, Warner Media Twitter's header. Now, granted, it is more so representing the international Toonami, probably, given the choice of the logo. But still, I mean, they must see some value in it to be throwing it on there with all their other major brands. They might. With their crunchy rolls and their rooster teeth. And crunchies. Yeah. Like this. That's nice. That's nice to see. Because you don't get to see Toonami lumped in with all those things very often. It's nice to know they care. And they probably should considering they're developing seven shows for it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, we have this thing called Tsunami. We should probably acknowledge its existence somewhere. Let's put it on this banner, just, like, right there. It might be, might 
Maybe, just maybe. Alright. I guess that does it for our uh, initial talk for Lupin. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if we don't really talk about it again until it's over. But we'll see. There may be a, a point in a lull in activity for Toonami in which we can touch base with Lupin, as it were. But... I don't know. They got fairly frequent comings and goings on Toonami right now. <laughs> Which is great. I mean, isn't this what people wanted? I mean, I personally find it more interesting. I do, too. I mean, it was kind of a sigh of relief not to hear, like, Golden Wind get announced at Anime Expo. Yeah, as I mean, much I as I love I want to see Golden Wind, and I want to see it relatively soon, but a little break. It's yeah, okay. as much as I as much as I love uh, JoJo Part Five, um, we can definitely wait on that. I'm, yes. I'm more than happy to have uh, some Genlock to fill the void. And I'm fitting the void. Looking forward to a bit of a hiatus for Sword Art. Then you have some consistency still with Black Clover and Boruto and Food Wars and ship it in <laughs> until like 2024. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I really like Naruto. That's if one of those doesn't come up for renewal and they decide it's not doing well enough. I, I don't think that's happening to list. <laughs> At this point, yeah. I think they've kind of set their expectations for ship it in and it just kind of rolled with it. We never know and then it does really well for its time slot. So It might. Oddly, it seems to do that when it's in filler as opposed to canon. Like, do people just watch the canon episodes when they're not on Toonami, and then they sit through the filler ones on Toonami because they haven't seen them yet? Is that, Maybe. Is that it? I can that, understand kind of why group-watching the filler episodes of Shippuden would be more enjoyable, which, by the way, recently Jason DeMarco on Twitter said that he doesn't see any difference in the quality of filler and non-filler Naruto episodes. <laughs> I mean, some of the filler episodes of, like, Shippuden are actually better animated, because, like, they get different, like, st animator yeah. staff members on them, <laughs> which is kind of weird and funny. <laughs> uh, it's just kind of a matter of when they can get those animators. It just happens to be when, like, they probably shouldn't be used. Yeah, like... <laughs> Bleach busted out some really good animation in the last filler arc. Yeah, that was so weird. Sadly, I enjoyed that arc, too. It was okay. Yeah, I mean, Bleach's filler arcs aren't that bad. They're kind of middle of the road at worst. <sighs> the thing that I really dislike about Bleach filler is that it tends to be 
in the middle of the storyline. Just that's because the Rancar yeah. storyline is literally yeah. the entire yeah. series. <laughs> I mean, One Piece does that now too, but they do it with like one-off side story episodes, like Boss Luffy stuff. Yeah. And they're freaking I mean, two-hour-long TV specials. <laughs> I mean, hey, the the new arc of One Piece, though, um, in the anime, the Wano arc looks crazy good. They got some insane animation staff on it, so hopefully that'll get dubbed one day. <laughs> yeah, still waiting on Punk Hazard. Gotta yeah. get through all these TV specials first, I guess, but hey, I'm real excited about East Blue. I want to see that. Looks nice. Alright. Well, gentlemen, I, I guess we'll be getting on out of here, so you can send your commentary to the podcast at podcasts.tunamifaithful.com. You can find the podcast on soundcloud.com backslash podcast. And uh, you become one of our Patreons by going to patreon.com backslash Toonami Faithful Podcast and get the Toonami Faithful Pass. Get first look at some of our interviews and some exclusive content from members of the staff. Now, I might have a little something cooking for that, uh, debating whether or not I will put it on the Patreon or if I'll just put it out normally, but... I think it's uh, I think it's pretty special. It should be enjoyable. Yeah. So, uh, Duelist, tell them where they can find you. Oh, I could be wasting time on Twitter, not actually watching anime or doing anything else productive. At Heart of Sword seventy five where you can also find links to my YouTube channel where I am actually starting to post like rare vintage tsunami junk and music IDs again. So uh, subscribe and keep an eye on that if it's your thing. All right. And Vlord, where can they find you? The people can find me on Twitter at VLordGTZ. And they can find my uh, more manga-focused reviews over at allcomic.com, which includes uh, Tanami's upcoming series Demon Slayer, if you want to see what uh, is happening in the manga with that, because that series is amazing. And uh, then you can find uh, more of my content over on TanamiFaithful.com. I have a few articles going up probably soon about a few things I saw at AX. Um, safe to say they're really good, so check those out. All right. You can find me on Twitter at Sketch1984. You can ask me questions at CuriousCat.me backslash Sketch1984. Follow at Toonami News for the latest Toonami News, probably before it even goes up on ToonamiFaithful.com, because that's usually where the news goes first. Uh, I'd like to thank you all for listening each and every week. We always appreciate your listenership. And with that, we're punching out. 